Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. Psalm 42 awaits. It beckons. Psalm it calls. 42. I'm hoping that uh, you've got some more nuggets to share with us. <laughs> Going into the genealogy yesterday and, and learning about Samuel there, that was great for me, man. That was exciting. The 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 bit about Samuel is the most shocking thing this week. I, I just it never occurred to me, and I, I'm 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 thinking how many, how have I read over this? And I I realize sadly what that means is normally it's because when I get to a, a list of names, I'm like oh okay story 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 loving this loving this oh genealogy 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 okay story again let's start <laughs> let's start reading again. And so there's yeah. so many things we miss. Now there are some real jewels, some real gems there in the genealogies. So I've got Psalm 42 here. And uh, if you didn't hear the uh, conversation yesterday, we're talking about Korah and the sons of Korah. That's what that's about. All right. To the chief musician, a contemplation of the sons of Korah, Psalm 42 from the New King James. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. For the help of his countenance. Oh my God, my soul is cast down with me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep calls into deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. We've already mentioned the fact that we moved into book two mm-hmm. of these psalms. This is almost like starting over. We've we've got a new section. It's a new segment of the Psalter. It's kind of like take a deep breath. And now let's plunge back in again and kick things off. And when I think of it that way, mm-hmm. I see a startling contrast to the way book two begins versus the way book one began. Well, one of the things I'm seeing along that line is book one, the first psalm, starts with the beatitude. It starts with the blessing. Uh, Here, blessing is, well, missing, I should say. (laughs) Someone is looking for God, longing for God, wondering why has God left them. Mm -hmm. That's a very different tone than, than the entrance into the psalms in Psalm 1. Talking about the lack of blessing, the blessing was in Psalm 1 that the person who meditates on the law of God will be like a tree 
planted by streams of water, mm-hmm. who bears its fruit in its season, its leaf does not wither, and everything he does, he prospers. And now here in book two, we start with a fella who seems to be one of those people who meditated on the word of God. He loves to lead people in procession to the temple in order yeah. to worship God, in order to serve him. And lift him up. Yeah, he remembers those things. And yet, here he is now, a deer that is panting for water, that is looking for streams, but can't find them. Right, right. We went from Psalm 1, entering into book 1, oh, there's streams of water everywhere. If you just meditate on the Word of God, you'll you'll be by that stream of water. We kick off book 2, though, away from the streams of water, even though this is a righteous person, it seems, a person who does meditate on God's will. So we've got this major contrast, which brings up the question, what happened to the streams? What happened to the streams? We we did have a psalm in the middle of book one in Psalm 37. Yeah, Psalm 37, verse 35. Yeah, where it talked about the the green tree that was the wicked person. And and when we went through Psalm 37, we highlighted what do we do when it looks like the wicked person has become blessed. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've seen a picture before where the wicked look like they are the blessed. And what we learn for, for them is that don't, don't put too much stock in that. Judgment is coming. They will be cut down. They will be thrown into the fire. They will vanish like a mist. They they look like they're the tree, but they're not. They're still just the chaff that's going to get blown away by the wind. Here we've got the opposite problem. We've got the righteous who are look, parched, right? Who are parched. Yeah. They're dehydrated. There is no stream. It is not causing the fruit to grow. and the, the It looks like the leaves are withering. However... The same point is made because even the psalmist himself, while he's in this situation, as he's as he's talking to himself, why are you cast down? Why do you feel this way? You'll get to praise God again. This is going to be it's not going to be like this forever. And that's the self-talk, which which gets to the same point when we see the wicked spreading like the green laurel tree. Mm-hmm. Psalm 37, 35. We're supposed to remember this is not the way it's going to end. Yeah. When we see the righteous and the blessed looking like the chaff, looking parched and dried out and dehydrated and withering, we need to remember this is not how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. We're looking to the future, mm-hmm. not just this moment, which maybe sets Psalm 1 in a little bit of context. It's not Psalm 1 as a wisdom psalm is not telling us this is the way it looks every single day. Right. This is the overarching principle and how how things end, where, where we get to. So what you said a moment ago about the self-talk, I, that really piques my interest. I noticed that verse 5 and verse 11, um, they, really, they really go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you've got a little refrain going on in this psalm, don't you? Yes. That he talks a little bit about his, his parch and he's weary. Uh, it used to be one way. And then he begins to talk to himself. Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance, or the salvation, I guess, of God. He, he really has to be reminding himself consistently, and even multiple times within this psalm, I'm feeling one way, but my feelings are not the truth of the matter, or perhaps the end truth of the matter. Feeling versus faith. Feeling versus faith. 
his feelings are producing fears, Mm -hmm. but he needs to be governed by his faith. Mm -hmm. I know God is there. I can't feel him. I can't sense him. But he's there, and mm-hmm. and I know he's going to take care of this. I don't know why he hasn't yet, but I know he will. And so I have to tell myself that. I have to remind myself of that. It, it's going to—it'll it, be okay. My father-in-law used to say something, and it wasn't original with him. I've heard all kinds of people say it, but every time I'd call him up complaining about something, his, his refrain was always the same. This, too, shall pass. <laughs> this, too, shall pass. And it, it's just a reminder. I think that's what the son of Korah here is reminding himself. It's bad. It's dark. I feel like the chaff, but this too shall pass. So let me ask you this. What's your take on 42 in verse 1? As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, oh my God. Is is this a kind of verse that should instruct us about our own hunger for God, that we should you know, kind of have this insatiable thirst and desire for him? Or is it really, when you look at the whole psalm, it's really more of a, a, de- a depiction of a problem, like a, a spiritual drought, not something that I want, something that I'll face, mm-hmm. but not necessarily something I'm going to ask for. Well, <laughs> well, your question here makes me think about the song that we sing. Well, yeah. As the deer pants for the water, which is, so my which soul. Which is one of my favorite hymns. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. I think we can sing it. I think we can sing it exactly as it's written because I think that statement itself is true. That is exactly how I'm supposed to feel towards God. I am supposed to feel like the deer that longs for the water brooks. Think about... Okay, we talked about Psalm 1 beginning with that beatitude, but right. think about the beatitudes themselves. One of them in, in the Sermon on the Mount. One of them is... Mm. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, yeah. that that insatiable desire for God, for his righteousness. We are supposed to have that. However, when we come back to this psalm, I think we need to recognize that in the context of this psalm, it's not instructing us about how we're supposed to feel. It's telling us about where this particular writer is at a moment. He he has this longing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is like this deer, not merely because of his utter desire, but because he is separated okay. from God. Okay. Because he, he's like the deer that can't find the water brooks. In fact, interestingly, the only other place this word for pant is used mm-hmm. is in Joel chapter 1 and verse 20. I'm going to back up and read verse 19 and 20. Joel chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. To you, O Lord, I call, for fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness, and flame has burned all the trees of the field. Even the beasts of the field pant for you because the water brooks are dried up, and fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness. We, we've got a deer that's going through a drought. Mm-hmm. He can't find the water. Mm-hmm. God is the living waters. He is the living God. But this deer can't find him, and so he is panting. He is longing. That is not where we are, and yet we should have the longing. The longing. So to that, what you just pointed out about God being the water and providing the water, uh, and he is looking for that like a deer is looking for water, I also noticed that God is is called rock in this psalm in verse 9. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of my oppression of the enemy? As with the breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me whilst, you know, all day long they're taunting, where is your God? And yet when I think of 
Moses, and I think of the time when the people needed the water. I mean, there was nowhere they were going to get water. God brought the water from a rock. Yeah. It was a time for them to trust in the Lord. And the first time, God told Moses to take his rod and strike the rock, and water comes out. The second time they found themselves in a situation like this, God told Moses to speak to the rock. Of course, Moses that time, his pride actually got the better of him, and he struck the rock with a rod. Water came out, and there was water for the people. But Moses lost the ability to lead the people into the promised land for acting out in that way. I'm just recalling these accounts, recalling these stories, because I I see this connection here of when God's people are panting and dry and wasting away for lack of water. And what you see is the rock, but God's going to bring the water from the rock. I appreciate the fact that uh, you, you, you've just complimented me on this thing about Samuel yesterday. I want to compliment you. I hadn't even made that connection. That is really powerful. It makes me think about 1 Corinthians chapter 10. For I mm. want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them and the rock was Christ. Mm. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. We What a great connection normally one we make on Friday, but wow, here it is. This is this is powerful. You are my rock. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the literal word itself almost seems like the exact opposite because you can't get water from a rock. Exactly. But when God's your rock, mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. You can. There, there, mm-hmm. there are streams in the desert when you're hanging on to God. And so he would tell his soul to hope in God. He will yet praise him. Hang on to him. Yeah. We're, we're going to praise him again. We are going to praise him again. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Rate the podcast, share the podcast, send us an email, let us know uh, how we're doing. Send us an email at texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Edwin, would you lead us in prayer? Holy God, thank you for being our rock. Thank you for being our living water. Even when we feel dried out, dried up, dehydrated, exhausted. May we hang on to you, Lord. We know that you, you are our healer and you will bring living water to us. We will praise you. Help us always to talk to one another and to talk to ourselves with the words of faith that always hang on to you and draw us back to you. We thank you for your words that build our faith. And it's through your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.